Impact Driven Entrepreneur, episode 142, six myths that struggling coaches believe. Let's do this. You're here to make a difference. It's our job to help you do that. Welcome to the Impact Driven Entrepreneur podcast, the podcast that helps you to build a thriving coaching company by becoming a thriving, impactful CEO. We do that through the impact formula methodology. And what this means is that you're going to be selling out your offers, scaling beyond one-on-one into group programs, and leveraging a team so that you can exponentially increase your income and slash your work week. It's time to experience the true income, impact, and freedom you deserve. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Today we are going to be doing a training all about how to really move forward and the really the six myths that we see that coaches are struggling with the most that keep them stuck, keep them burnt out, keep them really unable to move forward. If you're on the replay, hashtag replay for me and let me know that you are here. And so this is gonna be an extensive training. We're gonna go over the six myths and then we're gonna give you your step-by-step framework for moving forward and that blueprint for moving forward and really being able to step into the thriving, impactful CEO that you were meant to be. So you're in the right place if you want to scale your coaching company to six and seven figures in revenue while still having the freedom to spend time with your family, all right? Number two, if you are tired of working hours on end and still feeling like you have nothing to show for it, then you are in the right place. We are going to walk through some of the myths that continue to hold you stuck in that pattern. And again, give you the blueprint to move you forward. And we are talking here all about really building a thriving, impactful company. And what that looks like is the five parts of an impactful business. So part number one, you pay yourself a steady salary and bonuses. Part number two, you provide employment opportunities for others. Hi, as you're hopping on, go ahead and say hi. Number three, you transform clients' lives so that you can help more people. Number four, you market and sell in a way that adds value to the marketplace. And the last one is it provides time freedom for you as an impactor of an entrepreneur. So over the last few days, you had the opportunity to go through our fill your group program, five day free coaching experience. Hi, Corey. So for those of you who are here and have gone through it, I want to see your hands up. Hi, Vanderly, how are you? So I want to see your hands up if you've gone through the five-day free coaching experience and what that was like for you. So you've had the chance to learn some of the things that are going to help you to catapult your business, how to stop trading dollars for hours and service multiple clients at once in a group format. And that is, like I said, that is your North Star program. It is the beginning pieces of you scaling your coaching company. But it is only a small piece. And I'm going to get into what I mean by that later on in this training. Okay. So that is a small piece of the puzzle to building a thriving, impactful company that's going to be able to do these five things that we talk about when we say building an impactful business. Okay. 
So is that making sense? Who here is excited for this training? We're going to be covering PS. Some of you came in late, so I'm going to recap here a second. This is a training that's going to walk you through the six myths that are keeping coaches stuck in the doing everything themselves cycle and the step-by-step -step framework for becoming a thriving, impactful CEO in your company. Okay. Is that making sense? Everybody, I want to hear some confirmations. Hi, Cheryl. Hi, Ryan. Hi, everybody. As you guys are coming on, so happy to see you. As we know, there's a big difference between coaches who are doing well and coaches who are struggling in the online space. And, um, and this is it like saddens my heart because a lot of it is solid business principles that are not being applied and instead going off of fads and off of things that are trending in the online market space. Okay, so let's get into some of the myths. So the first one is burnt out coaches think that they have to learn everything. Okay, write that down. Burnt out coaches think that they have to learn everything. And the problem with this is that it creates massive overwhelm, okay? Think about a time where you had this like super long to-do list and not only of the big picture, but then every tiny detail of everything you had to do, how did you feel? You feel instantly overwhelmed, okay? And that causes you, believe it or not, not to take action, okay? So when we feel overwhelmed, it leads to inaction, all right? And then it all feels too hard, too overwhelming, way more than what we signed up for. And so, um, you know, I can totally attest to this. As a daughter of two college professors, I was like, I need to learn all the things, right? I need to learn how to do everything so that I can be prepared and know what I'm doing, right? It was really important to me that I felt like and looked like I knew what I was doing. And the problem is it's like doing the strategy, right? Like trying to learn all the things is like, trying to learn everything, including every cellular exchange that happens in a, you know, from pregnancy all the way to an 18 year old child before you have a child. That is unnecessary, right? You're gonna just have the child, right? You're going to figure it out as you go. When they're three and they have their 20th temper tantrum, you're gonna go look that up, right? You don't need to figure it all out in, at any point in your journey, right? So whether you're on step one or step 20, it does not matter. You do not need to know more than what is needed to take action on now, okay? So that is number one, okay? And the problem that continues to perpetuate this problem, as I talked about, the quality of your life is determined by the quality of questions asked, right? So when coaches are struggling with trying to learn everything, the questions that they're asking themselves are things like, what if I still don't know enough or I look dumb when I launch? What if I launch my group program and only one person signs up? And what if I don't know what to say when someone asks me a question in a group format and then I get like afraid that I don't know the answer and I'm supposed to be the coach, right? And these are the things that are going to prevent you from taking action on everything we covered last week, right? Last week, we taught you how to launch a 
group program. You're going to start with Promise. We talked about that. We talked about how you're going to structure it so that you create consistent recurring revenue. We talked about how to sell it. If you haven't seen any of those replays, go back and watch the replays. All right. We talked about how to actually go out there and sell it and how to begin the launching process and you've planned your launch date. But what's going to stop you from going out there and actually doing it, right? It's going to be this type of thinking, right? These types of thoughts, thinking that you need to know everything before you take action and questions that are going to keep you stuck trying to figure everything out. And so what ends up happening is, you know, most of us are pretty strapped for time. It's not like we can sit here and work on our business 20 hours a day. And so most of us, all we have is like 20 hours a week. And so what ends up happening if you're believing that you need to know everything is the precious hours and moments that you have to be making a difference in your business, like actually taking action, is spent learning and learning and learning and learning. And then learning does not produce money. Write that down. Learning does not produce money. I know that is like a really big slap in the face and you're like, Mariana, but how on earth am I supposed to figure this out, right? Well, all we have to do is learn the thing we need to implement next, okay? You must have the proper infrastructure in your business. You must structure the things correctly. But what is even more important is that you learn for that thing you will implement now. And then you got to go implement that thing. Okay. And again, one of the things that happens if you're learning, 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 you may be trying to apply things that are for, if we're taking the analogy of the baby again, right? You have an infant and you're trying to treat it like a teenager and you're wondering what is the matter with the teenager? Well, it's because you have an infant or vice versa, right? You have a teenager and you're treating it like an infant. It's not going to work out. All right. So it's not. And, and I will say, let me define workout. It's not going to produce the results you want from it. Okay, it will not produce the results you want because when you are not applying the right strategies at the right time in your business growth, you can end up wasting a lot of money, wasting a lot of time and continuing to spin out on everything. So next, there are things you got to do and there are things you don't have to do. So staying on this subject of myth number one, which is trying to learn all the things you may or may not be wasting time learning things that you will never do. Wasting time doing things you will never do. And that is like the epitome of wasting time, right? Instead, that same hour that you're spending learning the thing, trying to figure out all the pieces of the thing could be spent making money. Okay, because when you're learning, you're not going out there to make money. And the last piece is if you continue to think this, right? So why do we do this? Why do people fall into the trap of learning, 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 right? Why? It's really just coming from fear. It is coming from fear of what others will think, questioning yourself and wondering if you're doing things right, asking yourself if 
really what you're trying to get out there is good enough, good enough to share with the world, good enough to make a difference for people, that kind of thing, all right? And I wanna ask you this, right? If you don't think you know enough, how on earth are the people who you are leading supposed to believe that you know enough to teach them something, okay? So if we're perpetuating, it's like, I mean, it's kind of like law of attraction, but it's also just the energy of life, right? If, you, if we don't believe that we know enough. And so we're out there learning, 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 learning. It doesn't matter. If, if you're in a different niche, it doesn't matter, okay? If you're in a different niche, it does not matter. But if someone is out there trying to learn everything about a specific thing in their business, about their business growth, et cetera, how is someone going to follow you? How is someone going to believe that you know yourself if you don't believe that you know yourself, okay? You got to lead the way. You have to pave the way. And it begins with the decision to stop believing the bullshit that your brain feeds you, telling you that you don't know enough. All right. And it also starts with doing the right actions at the right time, getting the tools you need to go take action on that thing and going to implement them immediately. Okay. So myth number two is Burnt out coaches believe they have to work super hard to make money, okay? Burnt out coaches believe they have to work super hard to make money. So I see it over and over. I tell my team about this all the time. Why is someone working 10 times as hard servicing 10 one-on-one -on -one clients when they can put their people together in a group format? get exponentially the same, if not better results for their clients, and yet they continue to do that. It's because of the belief that you have to work hard to make money. Society has driven it into us since we were little. In fact, the things I see that my kids are even consuming on media, I'm like, holy cow, I don't want them watching that. <laughs> it's going to create this idea that you have to work hard to make money, right? And I love it because the innocence of their brain is so fantastic. Like I remember when my son was two, it was, he was like two or three and daddy had said something like, well, I have to go to work so I can make money. And my son said to him, why? I have money and I've never worked a day in my life. <laughs> it's like fantastical, right? How come we buy into that bullshit and believe it, okay? Because we have, from the time we were very young, manifested money, even though we didn't work for it, right? Tooth fairy, prizes, gifts, etc. right? So I'm not saying you don't have to work to make money. But what I am saying is that the belief that you have to work really hard is going to keep you working really, really hard, okay? And then here, here's what's gonna happen, right? What you feel may be the weight of the client load you're trying to take on, you're going to equate it with more weight on your back, and then you're going to think that you just can't do it. And so consciously or subconsciously sometimes, and I've seen this over and over and over again, people will repel clients many times subconsciously because they're afraid that that additional client will then cause them to completely be overwhelmed, unable to keep up. It's like the needle that broke the camel's back, right? 
when really it's just the lack of the proper infrastructure, right? They don't have the proper infrastructure to be able to support as many clients as they're trying to reach their income goals. And what I mean by, you know, infrastructure is the group program format, the North Star offer and all of that. And I know for me, one of the times that it was the most crystal clear, um, I was coaching 15 one-on-one -on -one clients and my child said to me, mommy, I miss you. And the sad part is I was with them the whole day at home. And that was like the breaking point moment that I said, enough. Like I am done believing this bullshit that I have to work super hard to continue to make and to make the next level of income that I want, but also to continue to make good money. And this kind of thing can lead people to resenting clients, pushing away clients, not really being open to receiving new clients. And furthermore, right, if you continue to believe you have to work hard to make money, think about that if you are trying to juggle like a part-time job or a full-time job, right? You believe you have to work money. So you're gonna construct a business that is going to require you to work super hard. Okay, that's where most people are when they begin working with us. They're like building this business that they have to work super, super hard at because of this paradigm that they believe they have to work hard to make money. Now, I'm not, again, I'm not saying do not work. I'm not saying do not work in your business. I am not anti-hustle, okay? I am not anti-anything, right? What I am saying is work fucking smart. Look at it strategically. Make decisions not out of your past programming for the last however many years you've been on this earth, but make decisions that make sense strategically, okay? Build a business with the proper foundation and infrastructure to be able to reach your goals without, you know, working 10 times more than you need to. Okay, myth number three is buying into society's bullshit that you cannot make money helping people, okay? This is a big one that leads people to undercharge for their services and continue to believe that it's the more noble thing to do. And again, creates two additional problems. Hi, Heather, thanks for being back. Okay, two new problems that arise from undercharging for their services is, number one, their clients then go out and get less results because they are just not that invested in the transformation. Okay, so problem number one that ensues when they're undercharging is that the clients come into the program and do not do the work, period, okay? Which leads them to problem number two that is created. They continue to under earn because one, they're terrified of putting their offer out there because they keep telling themselves it's not working for people when really it's just a result of that undercharging. And number two, will do anything possible to try to get new clients, including discounting services and slashing prices. And the problem with that, again, is that it just further perpetuates problem one, which was that clients aren't getting good results with the same program, okay? So 
Question, how likely are you to do something that will push you out of your comfort zone that you have been avoiding for some time if I asked you for $1? Now, what if you paid me $1,000 and you had to do something that moved you out of your comfort zone that you have been avoiding, <laughs> but you paid $1,000? How likely are you now that you paid $1,000 compared to when it was $1? Likely, right? It is a difference maker. So it, the same thing happens with our clients. It is nothing wrong with you. There is nothing wrong with your program. People will get what they invest into their program because it's just human nature to get the most out of an investment. It is human nature, okay? And so it is not a matter of your program being bad or not good enough or any of that, right? The more they invest, the more likely they are to do something, especially when it's out of their comfort zone and it's something they have been avoiding. This is true. If you are in the health coaching field, in any of that, right? I like do not think that your niche, that whatever niche you're in, you cannot charge high end. I have literally, and I don't know if I talked about this in the in the five day free coaching experience, but I have been in masterminds with health coaches that are charging fifteen thousand dollars per month. Okay, let me ask you this: Is it going to be something that is like completely revolutionary? Likely not that much, but if I've been avoiding it <laughs> and I know it matters for my life, for my well-being, for what I am up to, and I have the money, I am going to pay that, right? Because I care. I care about that result. And so do not think that your niche cannot afford. Now, there are niches that literally they cannot afford that, right? Cheryl is on who is like servicing teachers, right? So there's a way that like, sure, a teacher's salary does have a cap. Like we have to look at things logically, 100%, right? But what are we telling ourselves that is preventing us from getting out there and really making sure that the skin that we're asking them to put in the game is in there, right? That it is enough to move them forward towards the thing that they say they want, but it makes them uncomfortable and they've been avoided. So that is myth number two, okay? All right, so how long will you continue to keep those that need the transformation? They are waiting for you to show up. How long will you keep them waiting? How long will you continue to give your ideal clients less than the full transformation that they deserve? Because your pricing is not about you. It's about their investment into their transformation. All right, I know that's a strong one, you guys. These are like all my deepest thoughts, so I hope you <laughs> don't project your limiting beliefs about money onto your potential clients. So true. All right, myth number four is believing that and following internet marketing trends in an attempt to grow and scale the business, all right? Believing internet marketing trends in an attempt to grow and scale a business. This is a myth. Here's why. Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok, Periscope. 
Some of you may not even know what Periscope is. I feel, I feel like an internet dinosaur. So here's what it is. There's nothing wrong with these platforms, but these platforms, if you know the foundations of building a solid business, it does not matter what platform you choose. It does not matter what tactic or strategy is working today and what algorithms happen tomorrow because you know something that is sustainable and that will stand the test of time. And so when you're following the internet marketing trends, what's happening is you're learning a lot of tactics. Tactics are different than strategies. A tactic is this is what works right now on this platform and here's how you can do it to make money today. Okay. When you understand and build out your business infrastructure, you're building out the business that is the business itself. Your business is not a social platform. Your business is not some fancy online internet marketing thing. Your business is an asset. So the center part, that inner working part, when we talk about our model, and I'll get to that in a minute, that inner working part of your customer success journey is the part that fuels the home in which you are building your house or your business. Okay. Customer success journey creates a follower or fan on a social platform. Yes, sure. But you don't have to. We've had people use this in in-person events, in networking, like in speaking events locally at companies. Like we've seen this used in all kinds of places. This does not have to be dependent on any single platform, etc. And then it takes them from a stranger to somebody who is a promoter of your brand for life. Okay, that is your customer success journey. And that is what you actually need. You do not need the platform, the tactic, etc., because all of that will change. Case in point, Periscope. Periscope was a platform that I was on a while back and it went away. It is it does not exist anymore. Okay. What exists now is Facebook Lives. <laughs> all right. Back it was like having Facebook Lives, but it was on a different platform. Okay. So my point is build a customer success journey beginning to end. And again, most marketing classes and things that you're going to take are not going to take you all the way to where your customer journey creates a brand promoter. And that again is where I feel that it falls short, but beginning to end stranger to brand promoter, that customer journey is very important for the sustainability of your company. And all big companies know this. All businesses know this, right? You don't go to the restaurant once. You don't have one Nike shoe. They create an awesome experience for you. Then you go and you buy another Nike shoe and you show your friends. You go to the restaurant again and you tell your friends and you might even invite your friends in. That is a much more sustainable business for you to operate than trying to figure out how you're going to make money today on Instagram. And again, not knocking any single platform because we all need them if we're going to run our business online, but do not build your house on a house of cards. All right. Myth number five, broken burnout coaches wait for everything to be just right. Okay. Just right. Here's what that looks like. Well, my content has to be just right. Otherwise, what's the point? If this freebie or funnel is not just right, it's not going to really work to build my list or make me money. So I'm just going to keep back here perfecting it all. If this program was laid out 
just right, like every video training was just right, then I could go out there and sell it and make more money or whatever your story is, right? But there's something that you're trying to perfect behind the scenes if you continue to find yourself in this pattern. This is one pattern. It's not everybody's pattern, but many people get into it, especially if you're like, type A high achiever, got good grades in school, that kind of thing. I see that a lot. And that's a lot of people that come and work with me. So just my personal side note. Okay. So this is not also like this pattern, what it creates. And I've helped people on all ends of the spectrum from like a tiny bit of like wanting to fix something that's irrelevant all the way to somebody who was spending three hours a week on their one blog post that they were gonna post and like three hours just perfecting this post. And we did so much internal work to get her to where she could delegate the entire blog post and save herself hours and hours and hours of work um, through that process. But that required a lot of internal work because she had to work through all of her own stuff to be able to get that to happen. Right. But thinking that everything has to be just right, especially when you're a mom in business or you have a family and like COVID is happening and conditions are not just right. Like, let's just be honest. Conditions are not going to be just right. Not now, not ever. Okay. Because if it's not this, there's another thing. There's another fire burning somewhere. Okay. But it's a lot like trying to take a picture of 10 puppies. They're all fucking adorable puppies. You love these puppies. They're so cute. And you refuse to take a picture of the puppies until they're all looking at you at the camera at the same time. That is not going to happen. One, you're not going to get the photo, <laughs> right? Two, you're going to miss the entire experience of being in front of these adorable puppies. And so that is the opportunity for you as the business owner to decide you know what? Like it's never going to be perfect. Not the blog post, not the content, not the niche, not the like, not the anything. Like nothing is going to be perfect. Not the conditions and the squares on the calendar, not my life, not lack of COVID, not my financial situation. Like not every single thing of everything you're going to have around you is going to be perfect. But what you can do is decide what you will do today what you will do tomorrow, what you will do this minute that is gonna move you forward towards what you're trying to create instead of spinning out thinking that everything needs to be perfect. So no conditions will ever be perfect enough, especially if this has been the line of thinking. Like, do you think that this pattern is just gonna go away and you're suddenly not gonna have the expectation that everything be perfect, right? It's not gonna change unless you change. Like, I think that this is fear of something that most people don't realize. And that is fear that this, like doing the business will actually change things for you for the better. Fear that, oh my God, I could actually make this happen. Fear that, oh my God, will other people think that I'm uppity if I make it, right? Will my family think that I think I'm better than them? Which let me just tell you right now, if you're thinking that for even one second, we all know you're not, right? There's no way in hell you believe that you're gonna be better than them if you make this work, okay? And then the other piece is because they've driven themselves for so long, so hard, there's the fear that, hold on, I'm gonna do all this work, 
I'm going to show up and do it all and I'm going to get the result and I'm still not going to be happy. I'm still going to want more. I'm going to still want the next thing. I talked about this with Heather on the interview that we did. So if you didn't catch that, go check that out. But there's two things I want to say about that. One, it's okay to want more later, right? Like you can make all of your dreams come true and still want more. And that's totally okay. But you have to stop and celebrate how far you've come. And um, number two, uh, you got to trust yourself that you're going to love yourself through the journey no matter what. Because that's really what's at the heart of this struggle, okay? Is that there's a lack of trust on how you're going to treat yourself throughout the process, okay? All right, so don't wait for things to be perfect. Make decisions today that will move you forward. Do that boldly, courageously, and trust yourself that you are going to acknowledge how far you've come. Trust yourself that if you have a desire you were meant for, it's not because you aren't grateful for what you have. Like, stop, stop all of that. And then lastly, nothing is perfected without data. When we look at the map of, is this funnel perfect? Is this funnel good enough? <laughs> is this, um, or like whether it be the funnel or the email sequence or the content or whatever, right? It is all about data. It is not about our opinion of it. Like I can tell you how many times I have said, well, this is good and this is not good. We put it out there, like example, Facebook ads. And like the one that I was like, what the F? Like that is the ugliest picture. How did that perform? It performs, okay? So the data will tell you and inform your decisions moving forward, okay? So, um, and then lastly, the last thing I wanna say about this topic, and then we can move on, is if it really all it took to sell a program like hotcakes was make sure that it was absolutely perfect, then Apple would have held off on their first iPod, iPhone, iPod launch until everything was perfect. And the reality is that the engineers who made these products didn't make it the first time around. And I'm so glad they did, right? I'm so glad that they released these products totally imperfectly. It wasn't the second time or the third time, like many of these products are already on like 10th edition, right? X and all that, right? And yet they sold millions of their products with defects. They had lines out the door for every single release. And why did that happen? Because Steve Jobs believed in his mission. He believed in what he was doing. He believed in the vision and he was willing to put it out there to gather the data, to make the improvements that they needed to, okay? And, for, and so the question becomes two. One, how much do you believe in your impactful mission? And number two, how much abundance are you willing to receive even in the imperfect, messy middle? For Steve Jobs, that was a damn lot of abundance. And will you say that for yourself or are you gonna to continue to play small and hide? Okay, myth number six, broken burnout coaches think that they're still not good enough, not experienced enough, not qualified enough, don't have enough certifications. Let's talk about this one, okay? So 
Newsflash, the seal of approval from the mayor of the internet is not coming. Okay, it is not coming, not today, not after your 100th or 50th certification degree program, anything, okay? And I know, like I said, daughter of two professors, I got it, right? Like, I get it, I get it, I get it, okay? But that seal of approval is not coming. And although maybe you had it, maybe you had that in your corporate career, maybe you had that when you graduated college or high school or whatever certificates you've had, okay? But really what's happening here is that if you're believing that that next certification or the next one or the next one is going to be the difference maker, I'm here to tell you, it's just prolonging your ability to get down and dirty and make your business work, okay? Because all the qualifications in the world is similar to what we talked about with learning, but in this case, it's all the qualifications. Like you could still be the best in the world at what you do as you possibly can be, right? Without having people go through your program because you could still be the complete best kept secret in the world. And if you continue to be the best kept secret in the world, you won't be able to apply and gather the data you need to get out there and help those people. And when you have that data, you actually get better. Again, there's no certification that is going to make you completely fill out your programs. There's not, like, that's not the way it works. It works by you getting people through it, figuring out what you want to change, what data you see, and what is the information telling you about what to change, and then getting it back out there, right? So do not hide under trying to have all the certifications, the degrees, and the formal teachings, okay? So questions I have for you around this one. When will the experience be enough? right? Is it after one year? Is it after five years? Is it after 10 years? And enough according to who? Because there's always going to be somebody who has more certifications, more experience than you, right? But the question to ask yourself is, why can't you be good enough now just the way you are? Exactly the way that you are. Why isn't that good enough? Okay. It's time to stop envying the people that have less qualifications than you, less experience than you, and yet are still going out there and making more money than you. It's time to stop envying those people. There's nothing wrong. They've not done anything wrong. They're just going out there and building a company. They're just going out there and marketing and selling. Okay, but you gotta take the lead. And when you take the lead, your clients will follow, similar to what I talked about before. And so we do this by attaining the skills to lead a company, lead the business. And you are more than enough to get out there and serve those that you were meant to serve, okay? So that is, right, like the six main things. So the question becomes, how does a coach go from burnout trying to do all the things with little to show for it to a thriving, impactful CEO, okay? And the answer is the Profitable Impact Formula program, all right? This is a comprehensive implementation program that helps coaches to add six and seven figures in revenue by helping them to become a thriving, impactful CEO. 
And what this means is that you're going to be building an impactful business, which is what we talked about at the very beginning. No more spinning out without making massive leaps in your income. No more trying to figure out all of the things. Instead, you're going to get a battle-tested proven blueprint specifically to where you are right now. No more undercharging, under-earning, and overcompensating for clients that may or may not respect your boundaries, right? Who keep you hanging on payments. None of that. No more being the chief everything officer, like doing all the things, wearing all the hats and expecting yourself to perform doing the job of 10 people. No more seeing the peers in the industry zoom ahead of you and wondering what is wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you, okay? No more having a business that feels like a job that you cannot clock out of and instead make a shift into the permanent impactful CEO that you were meant to be. All right, so after working with hundreds of coaches all over the world, I have distilled what I know into five key differentiators that allow coaches to become thriving, impactful CEOs. And I'm gonna share that with you today. This is your blueprint, okay? Differentiator number one is that thriving, impactful CEOs build impactful businesses. And that includes the tenants that we talked about. I'm gonna repeat them again. An impactful business pays the owner a steady salary and bonuses, provides employment opportunities, transforms the lives of their clients, gives back in meaningful ways, markets and sells in a way that adds value, and provides the owner time freedom. When you work with us in the Impact Formula program, we partner with you to build an impactful business. And we do that using our signature framework, the Profitable Impact Formula methodology. And I'm gonna share with you a little bit about that framework in a minute, okay? Number two, thriving impactful CEOs use proven business principles to grow their business effectively, okay? So effective business growth means that you're able to communicate the value of what you do so that you can charge premium rates and transform the lives of your clients. Being effective means that you're focusing on the 10% of activities that only you can do, and you're doing those extremely well. You're not trying to do all the things, you're just doing the 10%. Being effective means you've structured your programs and services in a way that creates maximum profit for your company and also continues to provide effective results for your clients so that you can have customers for life. In the Impact Formula framework, for those of you who are clients, this is the basement of the house. This is the foundation. Without this, you cannot go in there and install a kitchen sink when you don't have a floor, okay? So that's the basement of the house. When you do this right, you'll easily be booking high-end clients and you'll never go hungry for leads and sales. You'll create the freedom to be able to take weeks off at a time. But if you do this wrong, you end up having a glorified job that you cannot clock out of, okay? You're constantly having to be selling, constantly be having to be starting at square one every single day. All right, differentiator number three, impactful CEOs create customer success journeys that uh, 
create loyal brand promoters. We've talked about this several times over the last seven days. Um, but basically this takes somebody from stranger to loyal brand promoter that tells all their friends about what you do. Okay. This is the process that you can utilize to earn money every day in your business. If you choose to set it up that way. Okay. This is the middle part of the house. And like we talk about, it's like the furnace that keeps your house warm. However, the way that we teach it, we want you to design it in a way that works for you. I will never tell you, you have to be on this platform. You have to be on that platform. That is not the way that I coach and teach because I think you will be the most consistent with whatever you choose because you love it and because you're going to go out there and you're going to make that work for you. Instead, if I tell you it has to be this or it has to be that, your likelihood of being consistent now went way down. Now daily sales is like completely off the table if you're not consistent every day. By the end of this, you'll have the systems and processes in place to turn social media followers into lifetime customers on autopilot, right? When you're all the way to the end of your stages of business. And we'll talk about that in, in a moment. Your ideal clients will actually want to pay for your high-end services. You can get sales in your business daily or weekly, and we want you to set it up so that these kinds of things are possible for you. Um, you'll lower your advertising costs because you'll create customers that then go out there and promote your business for you. And you'll know the exact levers to pull to move people through that customer journey. So I'm going to go over what some of the levers are. Um, and we'll also give you a link so you can go and access this and see this all in writing. So uh, number one, your attract is how to become a magnet for your ideal clients and get them coming to you asking how you can help them. Number two is connect. It's the quality of connections that moves people from strangers on the internet to qualified leads who will pay for your high-end programs. Many of you during the challenge were very confused about the difference between a regular lead and a qualified lead. And that is a process we teach in great detail because it's important that you learn how to qualify, how to move people through that cycle, and really how to do sales. Okay. Um, the commit part is where people are asking you now for your help. You're no longer chasing clients. You're getting them to come in and, and ask you for the next step. The convert is where you're inviting them to an event that will invite them into the next step to working with you. Okay. Again, creating an event. This is not creating some pushy, sleazy thing that feels really off. Okay. This is an event an experience for them. Uh, and finally keep, which is um, how to retain your customers. We have implemented strategies that took us from very average on our keep to 50% retention rate. And we'll share with you exactly what those are, give you step-by-step -step blueprints for how to do that. Okay. So that's the center of the house, the customer success journey. Next, thri uh, differentiator number four is thriving impactful CEOs create leverage. Okay. Leverage is you dialing in the things that don't have to be done by you and really optimizing, right? Leverage is about doing less and getting more results. Leverage is about doing less, but getting more results. OK, 
okay? So when you do this, it looks like implementing your North Star offer, offering a group coaching with a framework rather than trying to service each person one-on-one, -on -one, right? That's one example of leverage. Another example is building out a team that can execute on things for you. If you can work out the system, then boom, they get all that, they do all that stuff for you, okay? And again, we recommend a high-end group program for you to begin. There's, there's gotta be the leverage of two parts. One, your service side, okay? The CEO of, the, of a company is not the one doing surgery. Surgery would be the service, okay? But you also have to leverage the things you're doing, right? The CEO of the company likely has at least one assistant, right? So you want to have leverage in both sides, the service, as well as what you're actually doing to run the business. And so we do that with your offering, your North Star offer, as well as delegating within your team, making sure you have really good KPIs, that you're measuring the progress and like what your team members are working on and that there's a way for them and that they're actually set up to produce four to 14 times what you're paying them. That is key for you to continue to stay afloat. Otherwise you end up building a Titanic business, which I've shared with you guys during the challenge as well. It, like that happened when I built this big team all based on contractors. All of them were like exponentially growing my like expenses in the business, but then I had to like frantically try to sell to try to keep the business afloat. And that's not what we recommend at all for you. So again, four to 14 times what you're paying them is the key. And you wanna do that through measuring your KPIs. And some of you are like, I don't even know what KPIs are. Let's talk about that. So KPIs are your key performance indicators. It's how you're gonna measure each person's performance on your team, all right? And that is what's gonna allow you to thrive. So the top of the house is leverage and it is about thriving, okay? Differentiator number five, thriving impactful CEOs utilize the right strategies at the right time, okay? Right strategy at the right time. In our program, the Profitable Impact Formula, we help you to do this by the way that it's structured, okay? So what I mean by this is every quarter, you're gonna have a meeting with me and we will set out your plan for that quarter. You will know exactly where you are on your own process, right? Like on your own journey to creating the kind of business that you want. And you'll have feedback as to what needs to be implemented that quarter. What are the processes and systems that it will take to get there? And what your focus needs to be to get you to the next level. Then you'll meet with an accountability coach like Corey here on the call is an accountability coach for the program. And so you'll meet with Corey every month during the program and you'll make sure that you're on track to meeting that goal. If there's anything you need to work through, you have weekly calls with me and Corey in a group format that you can come and ask any question to. You'll also have a private Facebook group where you can ask questions 24 seven. Literally, we're on it usually within a few hours, okay? And so stages of business becomes really important because you don't wanna apply strategies that are for 10 steps down the line you also don't want to be 10 steps down the line wondering why something's not working 
And it's because it's not a scaling strategy, it's a starter strategy. So you wanna make sure you're applying the right strategies at the right time and the stages of business will help you to do that, okay? Now, if you're like most of the clients who come to work with us, you know that the problem is not just learning the material, it's actually doing it. So again, this is not a course, this is not a coaching program. This is an implementation program. An implementation program means you are not going to just be watching video lessons, printing out pretty worksheets and filling your brain with ideas. You're going to take action, come to the calls, ask questions, take action, okay? This is all about taking action and getting results. Again, the structure, we've covered it. Weekly group calls, access to the private mastermind community, the Facebook group, quarterly assessment calls, monthly accountability calls with a coach, plug and play systems and processes. So I didn't really talk about that, but you don't have to figure out anything, okay? You don't have to figure out how Facebook works, how Instagram works, like every platform, everything we've already done, we give you the plug and play templates for how to make that work for you, okay? And so again, cutting down your learning curve and allowing you to just implement. The Profitable Impact Formula, the program that helps you to add six and seven figures into your coaching business with ease. Here is what some of our clients are saying. I know what to do and I don't know how to do it. I'm like, I need to figure out how, because I know there's a way to get from this point in my business and move forward. Clearly, I am not doing that well on my own. When you want to get to a certain level and when you want to like really explode your business, not just work on like niching and like very simple launching and things like that, you, you definitely need someone who really, really knows their ship. It's simple, evidence-based business practices. If you go to any business school, this is what you're going to learn. The only difference is that you've now made it into a practical application that people like me who didn't go to business school can at least understand how to apply it. That personalized approach really surprised me. The fact that anytime I have something urgent and I ask you in our private Facebook group and you reply the same day, that's amazing. Hitting consistent five-figure months was a huge thing for me. I trust my team so much now to do specific things because I understand their skills. I went from a problem of not having any clients and income to the problem of not having time. And that just pushed me to learn about hiring people, about scheduling, time management and all that. I had a 64% increase in my overall income from a business and it's been consistent income. I can enjoy growing my business now. And I think I lost that for a while. Mm -hmm because I got so stuck working in my business that I didn't know how to step back and work on it. And I actually saw how I could do that over time. The sales phase will tell you so much. The conversation will tell you so much. But honestly, like until you experience the transformation and or see for yourself all of the tools that are available, all the resources, exactly how much you give, exactly how present you are, um, how you customize new trainings all the time, or just just how you how you coach people at different levels like you won't know until you jump in i hope you enjoyed that recap go to impactdrivenentrepreneur.com impact formula to learn more and join the program today